Hey, good morning. Welcome. We're so glad you joined us here this morning. We hope you had a wonderful Christmas and a great New Year's. Today's January 1st, and as we consider January 1st around here, we want to begin to ask some questions about what might be true in this uh, new year for you. As I consider the new year and I consider last year, uh, one of the things I keep thinking about is IKEA furniture. And, and hear me out. I know that's a weird thing to think about when you think about life. IKEA furniture. Really, Matt? But have you ever tried to put some of that stuff together or something like it? Maybe you got a a Christmas present yourself or your kids got a Christmas present and you started building it and you got most of the way through and like, you know, there's an instruction manual in there somewhere, but like, who has time for that? So you just kind of toss the instruction manual to the side and think, I can build this. Well, if you're building something small, like a, a little cabinet or something, a little shelf, it's not that big of a deal. But one time I remember I was building a little bit more intricate of a piece from Ikea. And and as I was building it, um, I I finished. But that really, really fateful moment happened when you're building Ikea furniture and you look down and go, I have way too many extra pieces. What am I supposed to do? Now, it was standing. It was working. But I got really nervous that these pieces that I was missing were really critical. So I did what I think I had to do was I started taking it apart. I started piece by piece figuring out where the pieces were missing. The problem was I had to go all the way back to the beginning and completely start over, this time with the instruction manual in my hand. As I consider life, uh, to be honest, it feels a little bit like that sometimes. Like there's an instruction manual in God's word and but sometimes we're really busy and, and maybe we just feel confident that we have this figured out and uh, we don't always go to the instruction manual for every step like we should. And, and so we just kind of build our life and we keep going and every now and then you look over and you see the shelves just kind of tipping and you think to yourself, something's, something's off. Now, in life, it's not a shelf tipping that's going to hold up books and fall over on your fake plant you also bought at Ikea. It's, it's something's off. Something's off in our patience. Our nerves maybe seem a little bit shot. Like we're not, we're not as peaceful as we thought we would be. And you just have to kind of pause and wonder and go, what might be missing? Are there some, some pieces I've missed along the way? Is, is there something I need to change? And that's really what the New Year's brings for us. Now, I don't know how you feel about New Year's resolutions or about change, but if we're honest this morning, I'm pretty sure we could all find something in our life that probably could use a little change. Maybe it's just a little correction. Just got to tip the shelf back up and put a piece back in. Maybe there's a couple shelves missing in your life. And there's, there's a few things you'd really like to change. Maybe you're listening in this morning. And if you're honest, it's probably time to hit that reset button and just maybe start over. We are, over the next couple of weeks, going to be asking the, the question, really, of are you ready for change? Are you ready for what was true last year to maybe not be true in the next year? I don't know how you feel about change. Maybe you personally just, you hate change. Like you're sitting here listening this morning and somewhere within your view is still probably your Christmas tree because who wants change? Others of you, I, I bet you love change. You, you probably on December 26th at 8 a.m. Uh, ripped down the Christmas tree, threw it in a fiery furnace, took Elf the shelf off the wall and sent him into the hibernation you have been waiting to send him away into because you love change. Regardless of how you feel about change, it really is a great time of year to consider and ask the questions, what might be different 
in the new year. In fact, uh, the book of Ecclesiastes has this to say about different seasons of our life. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. I don't know what was true for 2022 for you. Uh, I, I know my year. And as I consider the year, uh, I, I want to begin to ask, what are some things maybe that were in there that I don't necessarily want to be in 2023? See, because the good news is just because it was true then doesn't mean it has to be true going forward. If there's actions, behaviors, or, or situations or circumstances that you really think ought to be different, it provides such a great reset for us to begin to make some positive changes going forward. So as you consider 2022, I want you to consider your year in review, if you will, in these five key areas. I want you to consider 2022 spiritually for you. As you consider your spiritual life, uh, what was true of it? Maybe maybe, uh, you're new to church and you're just kind of starting to come in. Okay, well, what, what was true of 2022 for you? What was true for 2022 in regards to your family? As you consider what kind of year your family had, what are some key markers of things you would say uh, were true there? Maybe it's social. I want you to consider your social life. Maybe your friend circles. Maybe you're in a small group or you're not in a small group or the the type of friends that you have. I I want you to consider your year there. And then physically, because uh, everything about us is one person, so we can't separate things out. So as you consider physically, uh, how are you doing in your health? How are you doing in your your mental mental health and being uh, just a good steward of what God has given you? Maybe for you, one of the things to consider this year would be your work. How was work for you in 2022? Did it give you life? Were you a good steward there? Did you work hard? Did you glorify God in that? So I want you to write these five areas down, whether it's in a notebook, on your phone, uh, on a piece of paper that's sitting next to you. I want you to write these five areas down, spiritual, family, social, physical, and work. And then I want you to go through and, and begin to ask two questions out of each of these categories. And here's the first question I want you to ask. What is great that I want to continue? So as we consider your spiritual life, Maybe you just recently started attending church and and it's been really good for you. It's been encouraging you. You've met some great people. A great way for you to to work that change into your life would be to commit to come to this reset series every week uh, that it's going on, that you could just begin to make it a rhythm in the new year to build into that spiritual life. Maybe for you, it's with your family. You really in 2022 put concentrated effort into spending quality family time together and it paid off big time. Well, in this year, how can you continue to do that? How can you continue to create space and margin to be able to invest in uh, the people around you that you love and care about? You can go ahead and work through all five of those categories and the great things that you want to keep doing. Then work back through them again and ask here a second question. What is bad that I want to change? Maybe in your spiritual life, to be honest, you didn't pray as much as you wanted to or thought you would. And and, and you want to change that. You, you know that you need prayer. You, you depend on God. Well, a great way to be would, would be to ask some friends, ask some people in, some, in your small group, say, can you help me be better in this discipline of prayer? Maybe it's in the family life for you. You were at dinner, but you weren't really at dinner, if you know what I mean. You struggled to be present. Well, that's probably not something you want to continue into the new year. And so how do you begin to put things in place that those would uh, be different? Because here's what I know to be true uh, about all of us. We all want a better life. Nobody looks at their year and goes, I really hope next year is worse than last year. Of, Of course we don't say that. But what happens from time to time is we don't stop. 
We don't go back to the instruction manual. We don't begin to ask the questions enough of what needs to change. We just hope something changes. Well, the good news about Jesus and what he does for us is that he doesn't just leave us in this ambiguous state of of hoping things get better. In fact, he actually gives us the power and the resources necessary to, to attain and to reach for and to strive and to enjoy the change. And in fact, uh, here's what I want you to see that what, says, what Paul says in 1 Corinthians about change. 1 Corinthians chapter, or excuse me, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. here here's what this means. You doing a New Year's resolution is not a spiritual mandate. I'm not going to stand up here and say, um, you have to do a New Year's resolution. But, but here's what is a spiritual mandate for those who follow Jesus. Change. Being different. Because Jesus didn't say, come as you are and stay that way forever. What he said was, come as you are with your broken, uh, messed up life or with the things that you don't love about yourself. Come with those to Jesus. And what you will experience is the radical, transforming love and grace of God that allows us to leave behind the old and to pick up the new. You see, we just celebrated the Christmas season, which was all about Jesus stepping into our broken mess to offer us hope. But he didn't just stay as a baby. He ultimately grew to become a savior who went to the cross and paid the the price necessary for us to find freedom and new life. And so as we're looking in this series, what we really want to begin to ask is what is the new life that God has for us? Are you uh, walking in the spiritual change that God has given to you? Because not only does God have a desire for you to change, not only does he have a great plan for you to change, he's provided the power necessary through his Holy Spirit to give you what you need to get to that change. Which makes me really ask probably the more important question out of this whole thing is not not necessarily what do I think is possible for the new year, but what does God think is possible for my new year? See, because we serve a God who, who knows the beginning and the end of our life. He knows uh, what is coming next for us. And so many times I find myself uh, thinking and dreaming and scheming of what I want out of life rather than pausing and saying, what, is, what does God want? What does God think is possible for the new year? Because I, th- I think so often, as much as I would like to say I dream big and think big, I, I think sometimes I, I think pretty small. And in f- fact, what I've realized is the more I'm willing to follow God, the bigger things he ends up putting in front of me. Now, now hear me out. The goal of following God and the big things and the things without ceilings that he might call you to isn't to be famous. That's not, that's not the goal of Christianity. The goal of Christianity is, is to know God, to look like him, and to love others like him. And, and for me, those things are huge. Maybe for you, um, you, you looked at your new year and thought, well, I just want to be a great parent to the kids God has given me. But what if God thought it was possible that there was other kids around you, perhaps through foster care, perhaps uh, an extended family member, perhaps some kids through youth group that he was calling you to intentionally cultivate a relationship with and watch them grow and them know God because that's the, the bigger thing. Maybe it's in regards to work. Maybe you just want to be dutiful and faithful, but what if God has some big things he wanted to accomplish through your witness and your testimony in the work environment? On and on we could go, but I want you to to sit this week before we join back in our physical services. I want you to sit this week and just begin to dream. God, what do you want to do in my life in the new year? 
And here's something I want you to consider as you begin to ask and pray through this question. God is far more concerned with our character than our circumstances. So while it may be true that this year God wants to do a great work through you, what I want you to consider first is what is the great work God wants to do in you? Maybe there's some things in your heart and your mind and your behavior, uh, just in your overall attitude. And and those are the things God's going to chase this year. Those are the things. Maybe it's forgiveness. Maybe it's kindness. I don't know what it is for you. But God is so concerned with what happens inside of us because what ultimately goes in us will become part of how we live, part of how we interact with people. What comes in will become what happens through us. So yes, God is concerned what happens through us but primarily what happens in us. So this year, what would it be? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to ask those three questions that we asked. What is great that you want to continue? What is bad that you really want to change? And what does God think is possible for your new year? If you're not in a small group yet, we wanted you to know that they're launching uh, this week and relaunching this coming week. So if you're at any one of our physical locations or you attend online, this is a great place for you to get plugged in with the people that are going to help you achieve the change that you desire and God desires for you. We are so, so grateful uh, for all that God is doing in our lives and the lives of people around us. We can't wait to see you next Sunday and hope you join us there. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you that you provide for us everything necessary for life and godliness. I pray that as we come into the new year, God, that we would be able to reflect and rejoice in all of the good things that happened last year, that we'd be able to take the things that were painful or uh, uncomfortable and we would learn from them. And that as we look into the new year, God, it would be a year that is marked by you changing us, you changing people through us, and you ultimately getting the glory for lives that are sold out for you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.